It's my personal belief based on a fair amount of evidence that they're not aliens. They've always been here. Um, and, I, and I do think it's spiritual. That's, that's my view. So, and, and again, it's not provable, but based on, uh, on the evidence, I think. I'm with you. Absolutely. But, 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 well, if the U.S. government has, in fact, had contact, direct contact with these beings, whatever they are, I've already told you what I think they are, and has entered into some sort of agreement with them, which is, which is the claim of, of informed people, um, I would say, whether they're right or wrong, I can't say conclusively. But, but, yeah, but, but wait, wait, wait. if that is true, I mean, it's a very, very, very heavy thing. Yeah. Are you, well, a lot of people say interdimensional beings. Right, I, I want to ask, are, you, are you angels and demons, or how would you well, describe these, these beings? You know, I, these are, again, I'm getting into the realm of conjecture, so I just want to say that flat out. Entity? But one thing I know for a dead certain fact, having seen it, is that um, there is good and evil that we are being acted upon at all times. And I think every person can feel that in himself. I mean, there are moments when you are moved to do things that are much better than you actually are, and that are also more evil and destructive than you actually are. You are subject to forces from outside yourself. That is absolutely true. Now, we can argue about what they are, but every person in the room, if he's reflective, will tell you, yes, I know what you're talking about. This is Parrot Talk. Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media. RestoringTheFaith.com. It's Friday. Good morning. It is the 22nd day of the 12th month of the year of our Lord, 2023. Mike Parrot here on this Friday morning. So happy to be with you as we're going to go around the world today. And this may be the last time we do this. Actually, this is the last time we do this before Christmas. This is my bid my bid to you, my bidding of farewell to you for a Merry Christmas. This is the uh, pre-Merry Christmas episode. For those who are listening today, I am so glad you're listening. I am broadcasting from the heart of America in the RTF studio. You can email me at restoringthefaithmedia at gmail.com. And, uh, well, today we are going to go... To the various places that we like to go on Fridays. We do. We like to go these places on Fridays. It's all true. It's all around the world. Because it's Friday. And it's our last Friday before the holiday season really kicks off. So let's get to it. We have to go around the world today. There's so much going on. Around the 
All right, let's get to it. Uh, where shall we go? Shall we go to Prague first? Should we take you to Prague where a gunman has opened fire at Prague University, killing 14 people in the Czech Republic's worst mass shooting of all time? A student has opened fire yesterday, Thursday, at the University of Prague, killing at least 14 people. The bloodshed took place in the philosophy department of Charles University, where the, stu- where the shooter was a student. The gunman is dead. His name has not been released. I just want to know if he we're going to find out that this guy is bohemian-blooded or not. That's what I'm waiting for. 14 people were dead, 25 injured. I just don't... Why are people in school right now anyway? This is like four days before Christmas in Prague. Why are you in the philosophy department? You need to be home with your families. I'm sure this was a cultural enricher. This guy was a cultural enricher who was doing the shooting. I'm positive of it. I think I told you yesterday that I think mass shootings are just going to become more and more and more and more common. I think it's just going to become more and more common, ladies and gentlemen, because, well, number one, people are psychopaths and they're getting worse. We have no human interaction anymore. No empathy for each other. And the shooting will continue. I guess this whole rampage in Prague is rocking Europe. All of Europe now is thinking, oh, goodness gracious. This guy killed his own father amongst the amongst the 14 people. We don't get to know who the evil shooter was. Oh, never mind. We have his name. His name is David Kozak. He is a philosophy student. David Kozak positioned himself atop uh, some of the buildings in the philosophy department in Prague and just started picking people off randomly from the top of the building. He, of course, had a very chilling social media post right before uh, committing the deed, as they often do. Injured more than 30 people in Prague. Very scary stuff. Very scary. Nowhere is safe anymore. I don't even know what the gun laws are in the Czech Republic, but it's probably, it's probable that you're not allowed to defend yourself. It's probably one of those European nations where it's really uncouth to shoot back. Hey, have you had a balmy winter? It's going to persist from Northeast to California, the U.S. predicts. Unusually mild weather. 
lingering across the northern U.S. for the rest of the winter. Drought will creep into the Midwest over the next three months. That's according to government forecasters. Not the people controlling the weather, just the ones predicting it. Above average temperatures likely in the northeastern parts of California. Matt Rosencrans, a meteorologist with U.S. Climate Prediction Center, said on a call with reporters. Typical of El Nino. El Nino is a warming of the tropical Pacific Ocean, currently influencing weather across the globe. El Nino is influencing weather. El Nino is doing a better job of influencing the weather than um, you and your coal-burning lifestyle. The Mommy Outlook has hammered natural gas futures, sending U.S. prices of the heating fuel down almost 10%. Oh, no. We don't need natural gas to heat our houses when it's not freezing outside. Globally, January to November was the hottest of the 174-year record. Virtually certain, with one month remaining in the year, that 2023 will be the warmest year on record, said Karen Gleason, a climatologist with the National Centers for Environmental Information. Well, it's certain when all of the sensors are located on, like, airports and huge concrete areas... All the all of the <laughs> all of the thermometers that they use just happen to be located in the hottest places possible. Concrete is uh, of course man-made, unnatural, traps heat. You know, you know the thing. You know the thing. All right, can we talk about Donald Trump for a second? It looks like they're really trying to get Donald Trump. I mean really Really, they're trying to get Trump. Um, This isn't just the Colorado thing. You already know about the Colorado thing. He was booted off the ballot, at least for the primary in Colorado. Now, he'll be appealing to the Supreme Court. We'll see how quickly they take that up. Ronna McDaniel, Ronna McDaniel may be in trouble now. She may go down as a fall person for having conversations with Trump in this federal case brought by Jack Smith. It's alleging that Trump worked to overthrow the results of the election that was won fair and square by Joe Biden. Looks like Ronna McDaniel had some phone calls with Trump in which Trump said something to the effect of we've got to fight for our country We can't let these people take our country away from us. Well, that's revolutionary language, ladies and gentlemen. We have to fight for our country. We can't let these people take our country away from us. Ronald McDaniel heard those words from Trump. And uh, evidently, that could be a big, big no-no. McDaniel reportedly told the attorneys, if you can go home tonight, do not sign it. We will get you attorneys. Following the call, Palmer and Hartman did not sign the official votes and tried to rescind their votes in favor of certification. Anthony Michael Kreiss, 
a law professor and political scientist at Georgia State University College of Law, said McDaniel could be in some trouble after the news broke because offering a lawyer could be considered a bribe under the Michigan Penal Code, which is a felony. We'll get you a lawyer. Don't sign anything tonight. We'll get you a lawyer. Here's the tweet from the law professor in Georgia. It seems like Ronald McDaniel could be in some trouble in Michigan, and Donald Trump may be facing a fifth set of charges. A promise was offered in exchange for an official act, unlike in Georgia, where the preferred method appears to have been limited to browbeating state officials. They are so desperate to get this guy. They are so desperate to get Donald J. Trump. They want him off the ballot. They want his name erased from history. They want you to forget that he was the 41st, 45th president of the United States. The knives are out and they just hate this guy. And I got to tell you, the more they push, the harder they push, the more they try to destroy this man, the more sympathetic he becomes in the eyes of the American electorate. It's, it's just true. They're overplaying their hand and they don't know how not to. It's like they're demonically possessed when it comes to Donald Trump. They really do. They have like this demonic tick about them and they don't know how they look to most people. Most people are watching what they're doing and they're like, you guys are going way, way overboard. None of this is fair. And they're making him into a sympathetic character. Listen, when Trump came down that escalator in 2015 and he announced his candidacy and it was a long shot or it felt like it was at that time and then he shot to number one in the polls in the primary, he was always number one. He was always center stage. He ran against 17 other Republicans, creamed them, absolutely demolished them. Nobody ever thought that Donald J. Trump would become a sympathetic character, okay? You got the locker room talk. You got the name-calling, the mean tweets. The guy is vulgar. He's on his third wife, I think. At least his third wife. He hangs out with strippers and prostitutes. This guy is not a good guy. All right, he's an American billionaire. He is a billionaire real estate developer. He owns some skyscrapers in various parts of the country, New York, Chicago, etc. He has a palatial property in Florida. And somehow this billionaire is a man of the people. The people love him. And somehow this crass narcissistic vulgar womanizer is a sympathetic character in the United States of America and they've made him a sympathetic character that's not even it's, he's not a self-made sympathetic character i feel for the guy i legitimately feel for the guy because they are targeting him so hard right now The fact that Ronna McDaniel, the chairwoman of the RNC, 
makes an assurance that we're going to get lawyers. Somehow that's criminal. The RNC speaking to Republicans in Michigan saying, hey, we're going to get lawyers. Don't worry. That's now a criminal um, exchange of value. You know, yesterday I was lamenting the fact that like the certain certain individuals on airplanes get special treatment. They don't have to abide by all the plane rules that you and I have to abide by. The plane rules are unevenly asserted. This is that. This is that magnified. Donald J. Trump had better put up his tray table and put his seat back into the full upright position or we can't take off. Meanwhile, there is chaos in the rest of the plane and nobody gives a you-know-what. But Trump better keep his seat in the full upright. Sir, I can't see your seatbelt. Your seatbelt is underneath your gut. Sir, if your seatbelt is not on, we cannot take off, Donald Trump. They are out to get him. This new audio reveals that Trump pressured Michigan election workers not to certify. He pressured them by asking them if everything was up and up. That's pressure? Hey guys, I don't think this is legitimate. Do you? That's pressure? Rasmussen shock poll Biden is at 46% approval rating. Biden, total approve, 46%. Rasmussen poll, date uh, 22 December 2023. That's today. Who are these 46%? Who are they? Have you ever met one? I've never met one. I've legitimately never... I'm trying to meet one. I wouldn't mind meeting one. 46% approval. Amongst the uh, approval, 26% strongly approve. Strongly approve. One in four Americans, according to Rasmussen... Strongly approve of Joseph R. Biden. Do you believe that? Do you think that that's true? Let's just examine this for a second. Do you actually believe that this data that is being presented to you is true? That 46% of the American electorate approves of Joseph R. Biden, that 26% of people strongly approve of him. Do you think that that is a legitimate number? I'm serious. These people just report flim-flam, fake news passed off to you as if... uh, and, and what are you supposed to do with this information? 
What are you supposed to do with the information that one in two Americans approves of Joseph R. Biden? Anyway, um, they are preparing us to steal the next election. That's why they are presenting this information to us. That's why they're doing it. Why are they giving us fake news? Because they plan to do the same thing. They plan to do the same thing. Will Kamala Harris be on the ballot, though? I don't know the answer to that question. Her brain broke on live TV. Here it is. Michael, we talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. Lawrence, this one is. This one is. We are literally talking about people who are attempting to divide our country in the most crude, frankly, and profound way. We are talking about those who are intent and purposeful to, to attack fundamental freedoms, be it the freedom to make a decision about your own body, the freedom to love who you love openly and with pride, the freedom to be free from fear of violence and hate, the freedom to just be, the freedom to just be. The freedom to just be. This is the most election in our lifetime. This is the most election of our lifetime. Talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. This is the most election of our lifetime. Talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. This is the most election of our lifetime. This is the most election of our lifetime. This is the most election. I just want to say it one more time. About this is the most election of our lifetime. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. But it doesn't matter because it's MSNBC and your brain can break on MSNBC and they're fine with it. They're totally fine with it. Um, I don't know if Kamala Harris is going to be on the ticket or not. I don't think she will. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I, I, I really don't know if, uh, uh, if, if, if Kamala Harris can be on the day because she's so imminently hateable because Joe Biden's going to be so old. I think there's going to be a lot more attention on the vice president. And so I think, uh, I don't know, Kamala Harris, her days may be numbered. I don't know, though. You know what the, what liberals love to do, though? They love to just run the ball up the middle and smear your nose in it. They love to just smear your face in it. They love to just do what they did before and do it again and again and again and again and make you look at it. They make you go back to the place that you vomited and they make you eat the vomit. They're like disgusting animals or dogs is what they do. So there's a good chance that they just leave Kamala on the ticket just to spite you, just just to let you know that they hate you so much. Their contempt for you is so high, so pronounced that they are leaving the most hated woman, second most hated woman behind behind Hillary in the country on the ticket And that ticket's going to, quote-unquote, win just so that you accept that you are not in charge and your vote doesn't matter. Here's Trump reacting to being booted out of 
Colorado. It's no wonder Crooked Joe Biden and the far left lunatics are desperate to stop us by any means necessary. They are willing to violate the U.S. constitutions at levels never seen before in order to win this election. Joe Biden is a threat to democracy. It's a threat. They're weaponizing law enforcement for high-level election interference because we're beating them so badly in the polls. Joe Biden is a threat to democracy. That's true. <laughs> but all of that's true. But you also know how I feel about democracy. So both of these guys are threats to democracy. They're both now going to argue that the that the that each other is a threat to democracy. I wonder if Biden is going to debate Trump if and when Trump does secure clinch the uh, nomination. I just wonder. I wonder if that's going to happen. Okay, this wouldn't be an Around the World Friday if we weren't talking about Tucker Carlson. We have to uh, bring him up. In this one, we're just, we're, uh, this is Tucker at the Turning Point USA. 42 seconds. Open borders, guns. And when I hear Senator Dick Durbin, who might be the most evil member of the Senate, and it's quite a tight race for that title, when I hear Senator Dick Durbin say maybe we should take some of the tens of millions of foreigners who've arrived, all of whom seem to be about 23 and in great shape, and hand them automatic weapons in our military and give them badges and guns in our police departments, I'm wondering, what, what exactly is that? Oh, you're assembling an army against your own people. That's what you're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. And you know that that's what they're doing. So whatever, there are hard times ahead. And you can't beat them with force of arms. You can only beat them with the truth by showing up and standing immobile in the face of their lies and not fearing them. Uh, I'm glad he said you can't beat them with voting. He did not say that. He said you can't. He didn't say you can outvote them. You can't outvote the revolution. The revolution exists on the Republican side of the ticket in every single square inch to the same extent that it exists on the other side. It does. It just does. Um, all right. Well, let's take a break. We will be right back. This is Paratalk here on the Crusade Channel. Live talk radio the way it should be. Oh, yeah, we are so back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the program. Paratalk here on the Crusade Channel. This is live talk radio the way it should be. We are always on air, always online, and always happy to be with you this Friday, this Around the World Friday, the 22nd day of the 12th month of the year of our Lord, 2023. Let's get to it. They want you to think that inflation is under control. The government has new numbers out, and the government wouldn't lie about these things. Prices fell in November. Isn't that nice? Around the world, 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 around the world
Inflation retreated further in November and consumer spending rose, another indicator that the U.S. economy can avoid a recession while bringing prices under control. Inflation fell for the first time since 2020. Prices fell. Excluding food and energy prices. Oh, the two things you care about. Excluding food and energy. The price index was up 0.1% on the month. Same as in October. On the year, core inflation was 3.2%. Do you believe that? Do you believe that prices went up 3.2% this year? Core inflation. Which was at 3.4% prior. That's what they say. Federal Reserve targets 2% annual inflation using the PCE price index. On a six-month annualized basis, core inflation eased to 1.9%, suggesting the Fed is well on its way to reaching the target. Oh, they're well on their way to reaching the target. We just can't be honest about what that target is. Do you know who the target is? The target is you. The target is you, the American consumer. They don't even call you a citizen anymore. They don't bother with that. You're not a citizen of these United States. You are a consumer. Your job is to consume as much as possible, hopefully more than you need. Your job is to spend more than you make. Your job is to borrow as much as possible and live your life in debt. In debt to the man, in debt to the bank, in debt to the government. Born into slavery dying in slavery and in the last instant of your life the knowledge that half your stuff goes back to the government anything you manage to save in your life not yours anymore don't worry you'll own nothing and you'll eat the bugs and boy will you be happy because the bugs will be eating you in the end And uh, yeah, by the way, inflation is uh, a lot more than 3%. If you have to exclude food and energy, the two things that everybody cares about to get to the number, you know you're monkeying around with the numbers. Uh, What is a gallon of milk these days? I don't know. We try to buy organic milk. The prices are always skewed on that kind of thing. Six, seven dollars. That seems normal, right? That seems absolutely normal. There's a whole write-up in the Wall Street Journal about how inflation is just getting better and better and better, and everybody should just be excited about all that. All right, I'm going to play for you something that's a little bit vulgar, okay? It's a little bit vulgar, but it's a Friday morning, headed into the holiday, headed into the long week. And this is a cultural thing. 
This is a this is a cultural thing. We've got a lot of women who young women in these in these United States who have nothing better to do than to sell their bodies. And it's happening. It's happening at high uh, alarmingly high rates. This is an excerpt from a podcast where this young black man is looking across the table at quote unquote sex workers and shaming them. He uses a little bit like the language is a little vulgar. You've you've been warned. Hide your children, but this needs to be said. A lot of things will be hard for you to comprehend. That's why you're in sex work because you can't offer value in the marketplace. What the fuck? Don't worry, I'm not really talking to you. I'm speaking against you as a symbol. A symbol of what? A symbol of a declining society where people gotcha. lack values. Mm-hmm. So the point is this. If you had IQ and skills mm-hmm. to offer to the marketplace, gotcha. you can earn a good income. Being that the most valuable thing about you is mm-hmm. something that you never earned. You didn't earn knowledge. You didn't earn skills. It's your breast that you're paid for and your butthole. So you market that to earn money, which is to say, if I took your brain and placed your brain into a man's body, you would be in poverty. I'm just good for nothing. Yep, you can't. No, you are good for something. That's why you have OnlyFans. And that's my point is that well, that's what you're good for. Wow. Speak truth see some some of these young women need to hear the truth they need you to speak to them like a father because clearly they didn't have a father and this is why it's so jarring for them to hear the truth from another man because most men don't have the fortitude to speak the truth in general let alone to speak the truth to quote-unquote sex workers and to tell them that actually hey actually You offer nothing of value to society. You are a complete waste of a life form. I can't even believe that you make the money that you make. If your brain were transplanted into the body of a man, you would be poor. And I think that that's true. And they need to hear it. They need to hear it, ladies and gentlemen, because sometimes we need to hear hard truths. That's just the nature of how we are as humans. We need to hear the hard truths from from time to time. Here's a hard truth. This is Anne Frank's stepsister, Eva Slosh. And she's telling Pierce Morgan something about, uh, well, the Auschwitz liberation. Uh Uh-oh. And something I wanted to point out to you. Um, You know, there are many pictures about the Russian. There are many pictures about the Auschwitz liberation. Liberating Auschwitz. Mm-hmm. And there's never any snow. And the snow was honestly that mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. And so I have some connection with the Russian embassy. And I was there once. And I said, something puzzles me. Those photos are fakes. Because there's no Because there's no snow. Snow. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, yes, they are not fakes, but... When the army came, they didn't have cameras. When the army came to liberate Auschwitz, they didn't have cameras. So what did they do? Crisis actors! They didn't photograph. Mm. So only much later, when they realized we should have pictures of it, they took pictures like you see now. But this is definitely not in Auschwitz and not the liberation. There were not that many people with clothes and children and no snow. Right, fascinating. So I the, think historically we should point this out. Get it right. 
Historically, we should point it out. Historically, we should get it right, says the stepsister of Anne Frank. I don't even know if Anne Frank ever lived or if she existed. I don't know. I don't I don't know if, if she did. What I do know is that I don't trust the diary of Anne Frank. I just don't. I don't think that there ever was a diary. To the extent there was, there was a diary, it was written with ballpoint pen by an adult male. Um, we know that they were monkeying around with the diary. We know that to be a fact. We know that it was quote unquote edited by an adult. There was no ballpoint pen contemporaneous with Anne Frank. You've got to at least, if you're going to fake something, you've got to fake the, you've got to get the technology right for the day. You can't just fake an entire diary. And this is something that is read in public schools. Every single student in the United States of America knows who Anne Frank is. They may not know who Neil Armstrong is, but they, by golly, know who Anne Frank is. They may not know who participated in World War II, but the one thing they know about World War II is Anne Frank wrote a diary. And in her diary, she talked about having her period, amongst other disgusting things, that would never have been written by a 12-year-old girl in the 1940s in a ballpoint pen. Hey, speaking of other things that seem to be lies, here's Tucker again with Jack Prasobiak. Talking about the Las Vegas shooting. Ask. I know you're doing the Tucker Carlson original still, right? Yeah. Do you think that you might do an episode, long form, on Las Vegas? On Las Vegas? Oh, on the shootings? Oh, yeah. The largest mass no. shooting. Man, I, I could bore history. you for hours on this. I mean, we went so deep into that. I went out to Vegas twice and talked no to everybody. Oh, I know. We got half. The gun lobby doesn't talk about it. Well, there is no gun lobby in the United States. There's the NRA, which is like a shill for... Well, the anti-gun lobby. The anti-gun lobby. Gun no. control Oh, the lobby. gun control people. Oh, you're they right. They don't bring no, it up. You're right. They don't bring it up. They'll I'm, talk about... They'll talk about Sandy Hook. They'll talk about Parkman. No, any, I know. Every school shooting. No, I know. But all day long, they'll never talk about the largest mass shooting in history. And I'm just to be totally blunt with you. I mean, I expended so much mental energy. And as noted, I'm no genius. But I really did try my sincere best because it smelled wrong. And I very often have no idea what the truth is. But I can spot a lie at 100 yards. And that story was covered in lies. Well, you know, covered in lies. You know what it is? You know what it is, too? It's, it's gun guys, right? Guys who understand firearms. Guys who go shooting or have had like a modicum of military training, they look at those pictures and they and they listen to the sound, right? Guys who have been on the range, and I said this a day of said that doesn't sound like a bump stock to me. I agree. No, that sounds like a belt fed. I totally agree with you, and I am a gun guy, like, and a lot of that didn't make sense at all because there's a distinct it's a it's like a rat tat tat sound, right? Like I've heard it a million times. You're not going to tell me I didn't hear that. Yeah, so I don't know, and also I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm no, just no, saying, you're not putting yeah, the yeah, spot yeah, at yeah. all. I'm fascinated by the story, and but the official account of where his body was found, at what point it was found, there are about 15 data points in the story that are clearly untrue. What you know, is true, I don't know. You no, know one hangs me up. What? Why does he stop shooting? Well, I agree. There's so much. Plenty this, of ammo. Plenty of guns. So I will say this about X, and this is one of my big, my biggest problems with it. There's too much truth. And if you discover, especially if you're my age and you kind of, my dad worked for the government and including the intelligencies and 
sort of believe in our system and we're fighting the Soviets and we're obviously on the right side and we were on the right side of that fight. Sounds nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it sounds exactly. like a nice It sounds nice. But to discover in a six-year period, really all at once, that all the institutions you believed in and all the popular history that you accepted as true is a lie and that the people you thought were the good guys are actually the drivers of a lot of the world's evil and certainly the, most of the chaos in the world, it's like a lot to take. I'm just being honest. It's a lot to take. Yeah, and yeah. I and I try to be unflinching, and I have a total sincere dedication to telling the truth. But, man, the toll it takes to learn all this stuff. You know, it's a lot. It's red pill after red pill after red pill, and it can't all be done at once. And, and Tucker's right. He understands his audience. Tucker understands his audience. And he's taking them down a journey, story by story, lie by lie, because we, it, it, it is so much to take in. When you love this country, when you love these United States, the way I do, I do. I love this country. I have a love for our country. It's called patriotism. I will the good of our country. I wish that we could be a better country. I wish for our good. I, w I will the good of my beloved country. I do. That's the, that's the definition of patriotism. But to find out that practically speaking, every single thing that we have been told about our beloved country is not true. I mean, going back to the founding forward from the founding documents of this country and moving forward, literally a country founded on anti-Catholic bigotry. The founders motivated more than any other thing than by anti-Catholic bigotry. Why did they revolt against George III? Because he was not anti-Catholic enough. They suspected he might be a crypto-papist. The real founding of our nation, the hatred of the Catholic Church, the hatred of the altar and of the throne, fear that altar and throne may once again be reunited as has been the case for most of Western history. Fear that altar and throne may once again be rejoined. That is the founding of our nation and forward. How do we get into World War I? I don't want to send you down a conspiracy theory, but you may want to read about the Lusitania, what it actually was. It was a gunship. It was not a passenger vessel. How did we get into World War II? Remember a couple weeks ago I read you the unclassified documents where we were trying to get Japan to attack us? Did Japan actually attack us? Did they? The Gulf of Tonkin? 9-11? The bombing of Beirut? I... You'll start looking at it, the, the moon landing, uh, the Cold War, nuclear weapons in general. You just keep going and going and going and going, and then you realize this is a country that allied with 
Jewish banksters and Marxist revolutionaries. Those are our two greatest allies in the history of warfare. By the way, California, if you if you just want to if you just want to have a little chuckle here towards the end of the show. I am so I've lived in California for four times. Twice as an adult, twice as a young man. For the third year in a row, California saw its population drop. They're losing tens of thousands of people a year. They lost 500,000 people in the two years between April 2020 and July 2022. California is shrinking away. I mean, you know, they still have like 40 million people. 39.1 million people. But you can't take a 3% drop in population If it's the wrong 3% who are leaving, and I suspect it probably is, that's not going to be good for the tax base, for the Golden State, for keeping it afloat. Not looking good, ladies and gentlemen. I wonder why people are leaving California. I just wonder. I don't know. Maybe for the same reason I left California. It's also very interesting. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Christmas tide. Time spent with family. Time spent worshiping Almighty God. The incarnation of the second person of the Blessed Trinity is upon us. I hope that you can bring in the holiday season in a way that is befitting the dignity of the season. My thoughts and prayers will be with you, all of you, and your families this blessed Christmas. It has been an honor to be with you all year, and I do so look forward to our next broadcast here on the Crusade Channel. This is live talk radio the way it should be. We are always on air, always online, and I am always happy to be of service to you. God bless you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. And have a wonderful holiday season. Thank you.